1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
1: The following segment is from NFL University on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. I just want to get your guys' initial thoughts on Ty and the incredible regular season finale between these two football teams.
0: Brandon Staley doing something knuckleheaded at the end of the game to take away from an earlier failed fourth down conversion. What a genius he is, huh? Um, They've been going for it on fourth down all year. I don't think it was a surprise that they went for it earlier in the game. They didn't get it, but they've been stealing possessions all year. I thought that, honestly, they were very fortunate to be in that game to begin with, just the way that they had played. Their right tackle did not have a prayer against Max Crosby. The fact that Herbert was able to convert, would seemed like every fourth down ever, and it was definitely Herbert. It was not the receivers. Um, just kind of speaks to his talent, but I think the Chargers, again, were just fortunate to be in that situation. As far as Staley goes and you know the timeout at the end of the game, I don't think it was the right decision to call a timeout for whatever reason, you know, you've heard, you've heard the argument, the counters, but based on what I've seen from the chargers, they could have called 12 timeouts. It would not have been okay because they have not stopped the run at any point this season. So what made him think, you know, resetting them getting everybody together would have made a difference. I I don't know if it was a personnel issue, but with three seconds left, I think that type of chaos would have bode well for them. Would bode well for them. And I would have just let it play, man. Just kind of rolled the dice. But didn't work out that way. Still, because, again, you know, Herbert converted a bunch. They were able to get it uh, down the field. Tie game. Should have been a tie game. But now, as you said, Steelers are in the playoffs. And, like, that is the worst possible outcome from Sunday. But, uh, we, Justice, what did you think about that whole Staley decision? Um, because it, it sucks that we have to talk about that because there are so many other parts of the game that were fascinating.
1: So when it happened live, it felt like he was breaking the prisoner's dilemma, right? That That was the vibe of it. It was, hey, you're still playing at the end of this half. You're going to use your timeouts now. That's very weird because we've already passed the two-minute mark. You should have been using your timeouts at the beginning of drive if you're trying to save time. You only save four seconds. What the heck is this? And then they they get the 10-yard run. Um, Obviously, that changes kind of the mindset of are we going for the tie or are we going for the win here, right? Um, So I I do think that the biggest thing that changed was they couldn't stop the run. And that's been the issue for this team all season. We've been banging the drum for do whatever you need to do to get Jordan Davis, 99, who just won that national championship uh, for the Georgia Bulldogs. Get him on this team. It'll make in a world first round? difference. Yes, in the first round, just because he's a nose tackle. Shameful that you would even say that, KP. They uh, Watch Jerry Tillery play football and say that defensive joking, tackles should not be used in the first round. Um, the, the bigger thing to me, though, for this discourse, because I think that was just kind of an odd situation. And when you take a step back, you look at it overall and you say, all right, that was weird but like the timeout didn't really matter that much. Right. It, the, the fact that they give up the big run after the timeout is really what changes that game. The, the fourth and three or whatever from like the 20 yard line that everyone wants to talk about. And that's really what people are saying when they're saying, you know, no one respects Brandon Staley, all this stuff, which complete horse crap. If, if you're <laughs> thinking of it from a process-based standpoint, it's no different than what Harbaugh does. No different. None. Um, What people miss is that analytics, for the most part, are close to suggestions, and that that's what people should really take it. And I know there's people in the analytics community who are going to say that, and they're going to say that that's horse crap. Like these are all the excuses that people use against us to like not use the data, and that's why like people, this is an underserved uh, service to the league. Right? I'm not saying that you shouldn't go for it on fourth and three in that situation. I understand. I've seen the numbers. I get it. I promise. We made sheets for the XFL people um, to, to suggest head coaches. What the analytics don't say is run an inside run with Austin Eckler into the teeth of the defense when you can't block anyone. It doesn't say that at all. That, that was a terrible play call. I have much more issues with the play call than I do with the, the call to go for it. And like you said, Storm Morton, Goodness gracious, he was one of our guys in the XFL. Um, loved uh, that he got another shot in the league, but uh, having him on an island with Max Crosby every single play is a, a pretty big mismatch. So, the game tying
0: drive where they did convert, I don't know, I don't remember how many fourth downs it was. A billion fourth downs, but fourth and tens. Over the course of the season, why not put the ball in that guy's hands no matter what the down and distance is, no matter if it's fourth and one? no matter if it's 4th and 12, if you want to go for it, why not put the ball into your best player's hands? I feel like that should be the topic at hand as opposed to the result because it's easy to get down on a play when it doesn't work. But – if you just die, go down swinging with your best player, it would be tough to be mad at the result. And you know, you know, at the end of the day, that's what you want. You want to put the ball in your best player's hands. But we always forget that part of the uh, that part of the process when we're talking about this whole situation. And, and yeah, that gets under my skin too. I
1: mean that that Chargers fourth down. Like if you're asking the Raiders what they wanted to see on that, it's inside run, it. run by Austin Eckler. Not not just run it. It inside run by a small running back. Right. Right. That's fair. So. I don't know. I had more issues with the play calling than I did with the decisions to go for it. And honestly, for for as much as like up in arms as you know, some of these analytics people are like they're winning the war. You know, like, often too. Yeah. It's like, you, there's issues with communication. I think pretty often. Um, but you, they're winning the war, and I don't think it's gonna go away anytime soon. Like you're gonna see more teams take that more aggressive approach, like fourth and three across the board you should go for it basically like that's kind of how this league is setting up now and steve you've watched a
0: lot of raiders i think it's okay to give them credit too i think carr played well i think carr made some big throws down the stretch when they needed to and they don't have a great supporting cast like renfo shouldn't be your guy but they go to him and he makes it work they're doing this without waller and i think that should be noted as well so it's okay to give the other team props as
1: well You can listen to the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.